three, I'm on you. Okay, good. All right. So, at least she's got the headache she hadn't had like in a while, so pray for her and then us as we travel and all the other things we mentioned already. John 17. All right. Uh, when I run reference, I think, uh, of course, again, we have been going through First Peter on Sunday nights, and, and I looked over that just to see if the Lord would nudge me in that direction, but he didn't. He nudged me in a different direction, and I don't know if it was just because of run reference here in John 17 on Wednesday night, and uh, that, that something just kind of struck my eye. Maybe I think that might have been it, that uh, I was drawn back to here to see what the Lord would have me to look at and um, felt that this is what he would have me to, to go. It's just a, a topical subject uh, tonight, but uh, nonetheless, and it could be all hodgy-podgy and all over the place, and I hope it's not that way. I hope the Lord will kind of hone me in because nothing's alliterated. And in fact, I run out of ink, and my printer prints the last page first, so I'm good there. But by the time I got back to the first page, I'm having to fill in the blanks. So anyway, but uh, we're good. John 17, verse number 1. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal that they might know thee, and that thee refers to God. In fact, in my Bible, I've got uh, an arrow drawn thee to God. Thee, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou, that was God, hast sent. And the one who sent was Jesus Christ. So, again, knowing the these and the thous and the who's and the... <laughs> All the ones that that's referring to the um, uh, there, and so, but he he he, and this is eternal life that they might know that they, uh, but they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ. So, so we're to know both, but we know that both are the same. I and my Father are one. We find in other scripture, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work. Thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. And let's put off reading there, and we're going to run see some more scripture here in this, and then all over the place and other places as well. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for the day. And the many blessings you've given us. Again, the word of God as it's been preached and manifested here today. I pray thanking you for all of the the good teaching and the preaching and the expounding of the word. Thank you for the visitors that was here this morning. Pray that you'll put it in our hearts to come back. And Lord, that you would just take the word this morning. And uh, Lord, that you would just work on their hearts all week. And I ask and pray that you'll just move in a mighty way and, and draw men, women, boys, and girls unto thee before it's everlasting too late. Lord, may they, uh, may they like was preached this morning, seek you while you may be found. And uh, Lord, I ask and pray that that would just uh, hold true in their hearts. And we thank you and praise you. God, direct and help tonight. Help Jesse's elbow, Lisa's headache, others with sickness and affliction in body. Thank you for the good progress that Brother Sutton has made. Pray that you continue to touch him, lift him up. Help Brother Hall with the 
uh, injury to his head and give him grace and help Mrs. Hallswell and their bodies. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen, amen. All right. So, um, so here, the, the, as I look back and uh, seek what God would have uh, maybe me look at, uh, verse number four popped out, but we kind of see it also here in verse number one. Back, you know, years ago, and of course through the, through the um, I don't know, my, my childhood, and especially in, in society, secular society, when, uh, like Brother Glenn pointed out in grade school, they would say the Lord's Prayer. They would recite what we know as the Lord's Prayer, which is the model prayer when the disciples asked the Lord to teach them how to pray. He gave the examples found in Matthew chapter 6 and other places as well. So we, we know that as the Lord's Prayer, but it's really the model prayer because He's just in that giving an example, a model to the disciples on how we ought to be praying. The Lord's Prayer, they come off of His lips to the Father is found in John chapter 17. These words spake Jesus and lifted up His eyes to heaven and said, Father. Just like in the model prayer, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And that was, again, as he was introducing that, and this is, where did this come from, Lord? Thank you, Jesus. But anyway, uh, as, he was, as he was giving that model prayer, he was introducing and did through the, through the um, gospels here to his disciples that we ought to pray to the Father. The Old Testament economy under Israel didn't know him necessarily as Father. They, they knew him as God. They knew him as, as a husband in, in, in one sense of the word there. Um, Song of Solomon and, and other places there. And Israel was the wife and, and kind of that relationship and then the God, but not that father relationship didn't come until it was manifested really a whole lot here in the New Testament, New Testament Scriptures through Jesus Christ. And so he said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee. In verse number 4, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And he asked in uh, verse 5, And now, Father, and now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own uh, with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. And so, I looked at the word glory and glorify, and 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 really the thought even before that, as I was I was looking at this, I knowing because my mind went to a ton of scriptures. In fact. Most of the time I have one, maybe one and a half or two pages. I got four tonight. And all these, and all my pages are simply scripture references. So, um, you know, but I, I couldn't help but to think of scripture that's found here through the, you know, through the Pauline epistles. Uh, like, uh, let's see here, let me just grab one here. Um, yeah, go. Galatians, this is one that I have to turn to because it's not printed out because it's all messed up here. Uh, but Galatians, uh, where was it? Galatians 1. And 
And let's begin in verse 1, Galatians 1. This is the salutation to the Galatian church in his, this epistle. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. So this is Paul, an apostle, and, uh, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. Now who are we giving this to? God and our Father. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And then as he wrote also in, you know, again, Paul, of course we see it in other other epistles as well, but Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. If you want to turn, I'm just going to go through these real quick. Uh, but Ephesians chapter 3, 20, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, comma. <laughs> because a lot, brother, brother Doug Pitts, that's his verse. I mean, he uses it all the time, quotes it all the time, but he, he, he ends with a comma. <laughs> just saying. According to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Amen. So it's by Christ Jesus that we give the Father glory in the church. But we give the Father glory. And then in Philippians 4, 20, again, Paul writing. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Titus, first, I'm sorry, 1 Timothy 1.17. Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God be, glory, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. 2 Timothy 4.18. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me into his heavenly kingdom to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And then the writer of Hebrews Hebrews 13, 20 and 21, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ. Now who brought him from the dead? Of course, we know it by his own power, but we also know it's God. So God brought him from the dead. So again, going back to the Father in reference here, the God of peace, it says, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord, uh, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, just like unto the church, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Now Jude, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. And then let's see, one more reference here. In Revelation 1, 4 through 6, John writing... John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings, there you go, and priests unto God and his father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So 
in, in, in John 17, in, in the example of Christ, he says, The hour has come, glorify thy son, and that thy son also may glorify thee. I have, and then he says, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. You know, so Christ in his example glorified the Father. Through Paul's writings and through Paul's uh, admonition to the church and admonition to the saints and even his own uh, his own acknowledgement, as a good word, admonition to the church, admonition to the saints, and acknowledging himself that God should receive glory. Ah. Uh, have, well, it happened this morning. There's another example, too. After Brother Glenn finished teaching, I went down and shook his hand and told him that I appreciated the lesson this morning. He said something along the lines of, God be thanked or to God be the glory. Brother Rick Rose was the first preacher that I ever, um, like, really uh, notice that young man at the, you know I mean when I first got to knowing him but even as a very young man young preacher right at about the time he was getting married so maybe even before that you know you go up to him shake his hand and and I and and he just you know I appreciate that message brother praise God or God give the glory he always he was really careful to do it you know and 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 so not to rob God of any of his glory, not to, not to exercise any vainglory. We see that a little bit, how that we, we all of our lives, and I think there's, it's, it's just a consciousness of it, and I think whether this is for you or this is for me or this is for all of us, oftentimes I need, I need reminded just to be careful of taking credit for the things that God has done in my life. I need to be careful. And, and really, you know, we think about the big things, you know. I'm testifying to Brother Pearson about how God worked and manifested and, and worked and gave us this building, and, and I was giving God the glory. And how God just, I mean, it was miraculous how he put it together that we wound up behind us. And again, I was giving God the glory. You know, and so lots of times when we see these great big things and we know how, how it come to pass as far as the building goes, we found out it was for sale. You know, we called the church, come over and prayed. We seen the church on Tuesday night and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed and just God worked it all out to God be the glory. But, you know, we, 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 we acknowledge this or maybe you know, like in our teachings and things like that and there's been others that have provided... And when I've included their name, you know, instead of saying a church member, I actually said the church member's name that provided something. And then the person that I was sharing that with, they come to that person at the next, at the, at the next and they said, I heard it's you. And, he, and, and they just said, no, just give God the glory in it. And, and that helped me. It reminded me, you know, just take our name off of it. Right. Because you're nothing. 
and turn it around. I'm nothing. <laughs> I am nothing. And I, can't, I couldn't stand here. I couldn't get up out of the bed if it wasn't for God this morning. I couldn't go and do my 40 hours, I, you know, a week plus sometimes. I couldn't do the things that I do had it not be for God. And, and I think the consciousness of it, you know, bringing it down is, and in the example in Jesus Christ, is the fact that we are nothing without Him and our lives should glorify Him in every aspect. Glory is to exalt with joy or to rejoice. And so, so that is the noun. I'm sorry, that's the verb. Glory in the noun is praise, because this is the part I had to write down. Praise ascribed in adoration and honor. Or to honor. Praise ascribed in adoration. So when Christ says, I have glorified thee. I, basically he's saying, I am shown, I'm showing you praise. I'm showing you adoration. I'm showing you honor. I have glorified thee on the earth, he said. And then, you know, the, and so that, and then honor, praise, fame, renown. That's the positive side of glory. The negative side when it comes to man is pride, boastfulness, arrogance, as in vain glory. You know, when we glory in ourselves, it's vain because we're robbing God of His glory. And what's interesting is I read John 7, 17 to see what the Lord wanted for this, he's when he said, I have glorified thee on the earth. But then he asked in verse 5, Now, now, and now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self. So together with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. So he's asking to receive, to re- have restored unto him the glory that they shared together. But I like what he goes on to say. And again, going back to Wednesday night's message, in verse number 6, I have manifested thy name unto men which uh, gavest me out, uh, which thou gavest me out of the world. Uh, thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept my, thy word. And again, I think with this whole thought pattern of giving God the glory, that's exactly, again, Christ being the example. He's manifested the name, uh, God's name unto men, and that's what we ought to be doing as well. You know, again, when, you know, and I fell into this. I fell into this condemnation, especially when I was in high school. And, you know, I can sing. I can carry a tune. I have uh, I'm the, have the ability to project a little bit. I don't need the speakers and the microphones. <clears throat> I actually in high school was in, of course I lettered in choir and, and and that didn't help my pride none. And then you know was in the musicals and was in the extra little special singers and was uh, went to all East Tennessee. I didn't make all state, but I made all East Tennessee and was chosen for Tennessee Honor Choir and, you know, in my hand, see, vainglory. Uh, actually, 
hired to sing at a couple of weddings of people in the neighborhood and one thing or another. But, you know, in church, when I would sing, and, you know, all the grandmas come up to me, oh, you did such a good... Instead of giving God the glory, I took the glory. And I, and I shouldn't have. And that was one of the things that I fought, have fought through the years, but it started there in high school. Now, you know, instead of saying, instead of acknowledging God for giving me the ability, and then, and then worshiping God, glorifying God in using that ability for His glory. You know, often, you know, when I sing, I'm check, who am I singing to? Am I singing to you just to show you how I can do? Or am I singing to him? <laughs> and then when people say, that was a beautiful song, do I give him the glory? I say, oh, thank you. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's how our attitude is to, again, the acknowledgement of who gave me the ability and who am I exercising that to? And so he's asking that the glory be given back to him that they shared, and then he and then he gives us the fact that he he's manifesting the name of God unto men. But then he goes on in verse number ten, and all my all mine are thine, and thine are mine. Again, this is the ones that 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 God had given to him in verse number six. And, and all mine are thine, and all thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now, whoa, wait, there's where I'm wanting to get to. Is he glorified in us? <laughs> are we giving him the glory that's doing to his name? Or are we trying to save some of it for ourselves? I got to really be careful. I had to like start going back, start, you know, spiritual checkup, Douglas. Mirror in the magnifying glass. You know, examine ourselves to be to be sure that we're in the faithful. Sometimes we need to examine ourselves to be sure that we are glorying Him. He says that. That uh, all mine are thine and thine are mine and I am glorified in them. And I'm thinking, and then the Holy Spirit said, are you? Am I in you? Check up. I get these spiritual checkups too. Everything that I do, everything that I'm able to do, Everything that I say, everything that I do, I give God the glory in it. Do I acknowledge that I can't glorify Him without Jesus Christ? Do I? We like the preacher pointed out today. I like how he put it. He goes, "I don't know about you, but like you know, something about the dead people. They don't do much. You know what I'm saying?" And we were dead in trespasses and sins, and, and we were quickened again. And then who, I forget, it was, I think it's been said, it's all of God. Every single bit of it is of God. And when we, when we, we forget that sometimes, and I think and that's when we start 
in the vainglory, in the pride, in the boastfulness. Look what I've done. Look where, you know. And then that's another thing, you know, because just like the, the preacher preaching this morning, you know, when he said, and, he, and again, you, you could go there. And we used to, in fact, that's one reason why we took Unshackled off of ra- uh, the, the radio station years ago, Brother Hall did. Because, you know, I mean, some of the early Unshackled out of Pacific Guard Mission in Chicago, Illinois, and they, they had the longest running radio drama. I mean, they still do, I mean, you know, they still have the old radio dramas where, you know, to, to have an open studio and they have all the sound effects in there. So when you hear a door shut, they're actually got a microphone right here and they're shutting the door. You know, they're making those sound effects and stuff in this radio drama and they got the organ, whatever. But it turned into, it was a 30-minute broadcast and it turned into 28 minutes of glorifying sin and two minutes of, oh, I got saved. You know, I mean, in detail, talking about, you know, tying the rubber around the arm and finding the vein and all that other stuff. No, they don't need that. And again, you know, the details, of, I mean, so, you know, I think he did it in the right spirit and I believe it, God was in his example of where God brought him from. He didn't go into a lot of detail, I mean, he gave us where he was at as far as being the womanizer and, and the attitude of the people of his generation, but he didn't go into detail. But then he gave God the glory for bringing him out of that. He gave God the glory for drawing him to himself, to hearing the gospel, and for working in his life. And he said he didn't want to get married, and God changed his want to. He didn't want children, and God gave him some children, changed him. And he gives God the glory for working in his life. You know, and so, and again, it says, I, and, and I am glorified in them. And then that just brought it back to myself. Am I glorifying him as I ought? Christ being my example in this passage of Scripture. Verse number 20. And this is after, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. So the word of God sanctifying us, verse number 18, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And, and then got, and that goes back to why are we sent into the world? That goes back to verse number 6, I have manifested thy name unto men. Again, Christ being our example. He spoke and manifested the Father, and we are to go out in the world and manifest the Father and Jesus Christ. Amen. And for their sakes... I sanctify myself that they all so might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Here it is. And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. So, 
He says, you're glorified, Father, and I'm asking you to give me the glory that we shared as one when I was in heaven with you before the world was. And then I'm asking you to give them, which is me and you, those that believe in me, I want them to get glory. You say, what? Glory in me? But just like, just like the righteousness that we have is the righteousness of Christ. No righteous of our own as filthy rags. It was talked about this morning. None of our own, just like this glory, is none of our own. It's given to us. And again, all the talents, everything that he's given, it was the, it was the, it was the master that handed out the talents. It was the master who said, I'll give you this many, I'm giving you this many, I'm giving you one. None of their own. It was the master that handed them out. And then it was their responsibility to do with what the master had given them. And then when the master come to reckon with them, they, well, I've taken what you give me and I've added to it. And he said, and I've taken what you give me and I've added to it. And he said, and I've, Taking what you gave me and I went and hit it. (laughs) Is that giving the master any glory? No. Appreciate Jennifer getting up and singing the other other Sunday. Doing an acapella. It's tough. You know, sometimes just getting that first key can help you out. But she got up and she did it. Does she did it for her glory? No. She just realized that where God had the 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 the, um, the places, the valleys, the life that they are that they've been experiencing of late has brought them through some valleys, and God put that in her heart to help her out, and God they put it in her heart to sing to help us out, but it's to give Him glory. And she exercised that talent, and I thank the Lord for that. And others have exercised the talents that God give you. But then again, we can, if we're not careful, they look at me. I do this down at the church. I do that down at the church. I do this in the community. I do that in the community. Ah, wait a minute. Ain't that the little letter in the word pride? Lord help us. Lord help me. And and it's easy to do, especially you get in these conversations with non-church people, but sometimes with church people too. The things and the places and the people and you know that I've done in my in the, the, the things that I've done in my life, I mean I stand amazed and stand in awe. And I often wondered why, where, how. I mean, little bitty nobody from Maryville, Tennessee, split home, lower middle class neighborhood, working mom, you know. But I was part of the opening day of the World's Fair activities in 1982 with the Boy Scouts. Who, who's, who am I? I was part of the... Fourth, you know, the Fourth of July with the Boy Scouts at the at the and and, and places I've been, 
people I've known, and I, and I can glory in some of that, but then when you turn it around and you say there's no way that I could glory in anything because I couldn't have done anything had God not done it through me or give it to me, then when you remember that, you're like, oh, yeah, to God be the glory. Amen. Great things he hath done. Right. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> and there's where we got to live. When we set up, I mean, here lately, of course, finally, hallelujah, Jesus. Some of the, some of the housewarming money that Lisa wound up with from the, the ladies and stuff. So we was out shopping, and, and we seen these, these runners. It goes down each side of our bed, hallelujah. So my feet don't touch the nice cold floor when I first stand up in the morning. I got time to just, you know, put my slippers on while I'm standing on this carpeted runner that's now on the side of my bed. But as I, you know, as I set up, <laughs> as I set up now and touch my feet on that carpet, hallelujah. Here, here the last couple of days, I've just been setting up and just kind of sitting there. I'm just going, am I ready to face this day? <laughs> that's kind of in my mind. I'm going, what time is it? What day is it? You know, I'm going through all these things. If I've still got all my parts to move, <laughs> just sitting there on the side of the bed. It takes me a minute. When I first just lean up and sit up on the side of the bed before I go, okay, time to get the day started. Just taking the time and saying, to God be the glory. That I had a good night's rest. That I was able to sit up in the bed. Brother Hall needed assistance one morning when he was with us. I'm able to push myself up in a sitting position. Some people can't do that. To God be the glory. And then, you know, when you're kind of sitting there going, it's Monday. I don't want to go to work. <laughs> but then I've got work to go to. Hallelujah. I've got the strength and the ability to get up Amen. and go to work and to earn a paycheck. And again, I couldn't do any of that without God. Perspective is a whole lot of a whole lot of this. And all through here. Uh, I didn't even get to First Peter, where we were at. We can go there. Let's let's go there. So First Peter. We're going to get Galatians in a second. First Peter. Because we've been there recently, and I know I've covered these scriptures, but I didn't necessarily cover it, cover the glory part of this. In First Peter, oh yeah, back up. So the glory and glorify, glorify is to praise, magnify, um, in worship. So First Peter one three again in the in the salutation. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again into a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith into salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein... Ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, 
being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found uh-oh, unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of, of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen me love, and whom though now ye see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. So again, when we were here, you know, it is that joy unspeakable and full of glory, but though that trial of our faith, getting to that place, getting to that actually maturity in our faith, but then at the appearing, you know, those things that we go through now, and I couldn't help but to think and to run reference, and I know I've run it recently, there in Romans, let me go there because it's the one part that didn't print off here. You know where I'm going. Romans chapter 8. And I think we run this reference. I know we've run it several times. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. So there's these trial, these manifold temptations and these trials that we expect and the sufferings that we read there in Romans chapter 8 and at the appearing, which we talked about last Sunday, the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, we're going to say, woo! <laughs> because it's going to be nothing compared to the glory that's going to be shown in us. And, 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 and Christ, Christ actually asked that the glory be given to us. And, you know, again, we couldn't praise him. We couldn't understand him. We couldn't uh, acknowledge had he not given us that. And, and again, that Christ in me, the hope of glory, where is that in me? That's a mystery. And he basically says there in John chapter 17, that you know, I will. I want that that same that same oneness that me and you, Father, have together. Those that you have given me, I want them to get involved in that. And we and again, that Christ in me and us in Christ. That that just the in Christ and all that we have in Him is. We're still not just. We're just. I'm I'm barely scratching the surface of that. I'm still musing on that. As I'm still realizing more and more as I walk this Christian walk how much I've got in Christ. Amen. How much we have in Him. And then First Peter again. Let's see where we's at. Back up, does this? One, skipping down to verse 17. This is right after he says in verse 16, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. And if you call on the Father, whom without respect of persons judgeth, judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, 
but your vain conversation received by tradition of your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Where am I going with this? Here we go. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. Our faith and hope in God is only through Jesus Christ. First uh, Peter 2. We haven't gotten here yet. But First Peter 2 verse 19, For this is thankworthy if a man, if we're conscious toward God, endure grief, suffering wrongfully. For what glory is it if, when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if, when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. For even hereunto ye are called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, might be, that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. So what glory is it when you're buffeted that you, you take it patiently? And again, Christ being our example. First Peter chapter 4, again we haven't got there yet, verse 12 Beloved, beloved, think it not strange concerning fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, you ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, happy are ye for the spirit of, spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you, on their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. So we're to glory in our works. And let me just go ahead and grab that one. Uh, the things that we do, where is it at? I'm not going to get all these. 1 Corinthians 10, 31, Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of, our, of God. So we're to glory in our works. We're to glory in our sufferings. For Christ's sake, he's, he's our example. We're to give glory to God in our, in our witness, manifesting as Christ's example, Father, the Father in the world. You know, we, we, we come in here and, and we, when, when, when you know, Brother Glenn was, was teaching this morning, Brother Pearson was preaching this morning, you know, hands was raising up, there was some audible acknowledgments of, of what was being said because we understood and know that we were dead in trespass and sin, where, where we were, that when, you know, we were, we were in that miry pit and God raised us up, you know, put us on a solid rock, established our goings, and we, we, can, we, can, we can glory, glorify, there we go, we can glorify God in that in here. But are we doing that out there? So many times it's 
You know, I just, we're, we're, we're fearful sometimes about, you know, just rocking the boat at the workhouse. You guys are wondering, I mean, everybody, you guys all work together and you're like, you know, I mean, I know there's some folks that work with you that are lost, but at the same time, it's nice to work with some brethren. That's where I got spoiled for 16 years plus working at WSOF. Everybody I worked with was saved and I heard preaching all day long. <laughs> Good gospel music. I didn't have to put up with the cussing. I didn't have to put up with the, the stories and the tales of Friday night's escapades or Saturday night or whatever and all these other... This, and there's this one fellow that I work with. He is just so hard to get along with. He, his, his spirit just grates at mine. His outlook on life is just totally against my outlook on life. And it's just so hard to be around him. But God has said, you need to soften yourself toward him. I'm like, really? Start praying for him. Really, Lord? Yes, you need to start praying that. I'm telling you. And since, you know, he's been working on me, I've been working, I'm getting more of a burden for him. But it just, his personality and mine just, is just, I mean, I can say it and I can kind of grip my teeth and go, but put up with him. That's pretty much the attitude that I've had so far. But they're just, in a, nothing is ever positive with that man. Me on the other side, it seems like everything. <laughs> and, just, and that's why we just like, wow. It's like, how do you, you know, he's got that dark cloud. Of, he walks in, I mean, everywhere he goes, and it's raining on him, gloom, doom, you know, woe is me, you know, and I'm going, how in the world do you live like that? <laughs> Stay away from me. That negativity, you know, is just, ah. Uh, But I think my my little he he was out shoveling in that last big snow or, or ice or whatever we had. Was trying to get back into the office, and I went over and started shoveling with him and another one. He's talking about how cold it was. Of course, he said it was cold as the hot place. On the text, and I said. Hell is not hell is not cold, and he said, well, "I wouldn't know. I've not been there." And I said, "I have it on pretty good. <laughs> I have it on good, good. I have good source that tells me that it's not." And that shut him up. Really, it did. And he's been a little bit different since that. So if I can keep, but so many times when we go out there. We, we will just cower. We just find, I'm not going to rock the boat. I want to have a good working relationship with my people. That's another job. Don't That's do it. Right. I like it. Praise God. But to glorify Him, you know, and then, and then to go into work and say, you know, you know I'm, I'm jealous of Doug. He's got that big old building. And I, to say, or right, be jealous. Look at me, or to say to God, God did it. For, God did it for me. See what I'm saying? How easy it is to to rob God of His glory. 
to not manifest like Christ did in John 17. I'm going to leave you with this because i got so much more. But let's go to Galatians. Galatians chapter 5. I think we've got the, the gist, the gist of it all with all these scripture references. I done preached to myself under, under this pulpit. <laughs> Lord help me. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. We know this scripture. Again, when, 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 according to John 17, and again, going back to Wednesday night's lesson, we are, in, we are given to Christ. We are His. He is ours. We are uh, His children, according to John chapter 1. And we're, as was pointed out this morning, heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We're his children. Uh, Adoption's been mentioned again. And then the fact that he is in us. He asked God to give glory in us, put their glory in us. He is in us. The Holy Spirit indwelleth in us. And, and the Holy Spirit does not bring attention to himself. The Holy Spirit magnifies Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ being magnified in our lives brings glory to God the Father. All through the scripture we see that. And with the Holy Spirit within us, Galatians 5.22... But the fruit of the Spirit, this is what should be working in us and out of us. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. This is, and we could just preach all, but I'm not going to. Don't get bogged down, Douglas. Meekness, <laughs> temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's. Again, we just read who are Christ's. It's the one that God gave Christ. The children of God, those who believe, are Christ's. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections, with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Here it is. Let us not. There's all the positive prior to this. Here's the negative post. Let us not be desirous of vain glory. Provoking one another, envying one another. Obviously, it was an admonition to the church of Galatia. <gasps> Maybe they was provoking, envying. You know, and we are to uh, rejoice with them that rejoice and weep with them that weep. Amen. And when somebody else, you know, when somebody comes in a new car, praise God, they got a new car. Woo! I'm glad for you. That's how we ought to be, not envying. Well, they got a new car. And 
and I'm here over there driving this, and it's got X amount of it. Is it still going for you? Yes. Did you have to walk to church this morning? No. Did you have to walk to, to work this morning? No. Did you have to hitch a ride with anybody? No. Then praise God for what you got. I've been there. And I give God the glory for that. My last Suburban, 340,000 miles on it. I mean, it didn't look like much. Had one headlight, but grill busted out after hitting that deer, but still run. It brought me to Oklahoma looking like that. I got pulled over in Muskogee looking like that because <laughs> I was riding it at night with one headlight. But it was still going, and it was, I drove it to the junkyard. I said, it still runs. Got a good engine transmission. And I'll drive this one until God gives me another one or until it don't run no more. It still runs. But we're to provoke, not provoke one another, not envy one another, and not be desirous of vain glory. Allowing all the fruit of the Spirit to work in us and out of us. Giving Christ the glory in every aspect of our lives. Giving God the Father the glory in every aspect of our lives. I think back again to Matthew chapter 6. You know, when Brother Pearson was fascinated with them crows. Oh, look at them birds. They're so big. I'm like, they need to be shot. I didn't say that. <laughs> We don't want them birds. He was like, we're fascinated with them. I'm like, they're a old crow. They need to be shot. But you know, the crows in our yard, it's messing up my stained concrete patio. Birds. Anyway. Right. But they're over there. I, I, I mowed all that stuff. We needed all that stuff, mowed some of that, and there's big old clumps of grass, and they were out there in that, and I seen them finding things in that grass. You know, every now and then they call out, ah! I wonder if they're giving God the glory for that bug they just found. An old bird, Matthew chapter 6, says he feeds them fowls of the air. And they're the fowl of the fowls. <laughs> them old buzzards. That dead possum that gets hit tonight, that's a buzzard's breakfast in the morning. He feeds that old buzzard. He feeds you and me. And you'll hear that buzzard making noise. Brother Hall used to say that pig even grunt. That, you know, that pig, you know, it was about he used this about praying in the restaurant and praying over your food and giving thanks. He said that pig grunts before it eats. You should grunt a prayer before you eat. Them, them crows are making noises before they eat. He does that and then he, he also closed the lilies of the field. You know, when you look at those those flowers, it's going to, them wildflowers that will start popping up just any any time now as they grow and their little heads are kind of cocked toward the sun, toward heaven. I wonder if they're giving glory. Sure they are. So if creation is giving glory, how much we should give glory. Amen. He clothes us, he feeds us, and just every little aspect, just I'm basically just trying to to bring into focus and help us to be conscious about 
every small aspect of our lives that we don't fail to give Him the glory. Because without Him, like Nylon LeFevre wrote in that little chorus, without Him, I could do nothing. Without Him, <laughs> so on and so forth. That little chorus. And it, without Him, we are nothing. Like he said, zeros with the ring knocked off. <laughs> nothing. So knowing that we're nothing should help us to focus on giving him the glory for everything that we do have and everything that we are and everything we do and everything we're able to do. And hopefully that'll be something we can think about as we wake up tomorrow morning and as we give God the glory as we lay back our, lay our heads down tonight. Amen? And that's the thought tonight. I've been a little scattered, but it helped me out. Hopefully it helped you out too. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for the day. Lord, I thank you for the reminder that without you, I can't do nothing. Without you, Lord, I wouldn't have the faith to believe. Without you, I wouldn't understand my, my condition as a lost person. Without you, I would not have the understanding that you came to save me. Lord, without you, I wouldn't have the things that I, the family that I have. I wouldn't have the things that I have. Lord, without you, I wouldn't be uh, a child of God. And without you, Lord, I wouldn't be serving you in this place. And Lord, I want to thank you and praise you, Lord, for the reminder tonight. Lord, as the Son of God was our example in John chapter 17 to give you the glory and to glorify you in his life, Lord, help us to be very careful to give you the glory and to glorify him in our lives. Lord, I ask and pray that you'll guide us and direct us, Lord, as we go out this another week. Help us to take what we've heard today in the Sunday school and the preaching this morning and the preaching tonight, Sunday school tonight. Help us to take it, Lord, to, to muse upon it through the week and, Lord, to grow thereby. Help Brother Chris as he uh, preaches for us on Wednesday night and Lisa and I as we travel. Watch over and protect us. Help and prosper our way and help us to get much accomplished. Be with Brother and Sister Hall. Help Lisa as she uh, tends to them this week. And may I get much accomplished for my dad. I ask and pray that you would uh, be with um, Brother Sutton. Continue to touch him, raise him up. Be with uh, Aubrey Moyes and that you give grace to her and the Moyes family. Move upon that situation with her van. Send in the other finances or sell the vehicles like they was talking about doing. Pray that you would just work that out again for your glory and for your honor. We thank you for all that you've done for us. We pray and ask that you would help us to be careful to acknowledge you in all things. We pray these things in Christ's name and for his sake. Amen, amen. I don't think we'll have a song of invitation tonight. We'll just leave it at that. And so you are at liberty. Mm -hmm.